1: kings chapter 18 verse 20 or in particular of 21 1st kings 18 21 I'll read 20 and 21 it says and Ahab sent for all the children of Israel and gathered the prophets together on Mount Carmel, and Elijah came to all the people and said how long will you falter between two opinions if the lord is god follow him but if Baal, follow, follow him. him but the people answered him not a word praise the lord
0: we know the background to what happened here ahab was
1: a very wicked king enabled by his wife jezebel and Ahab had led the children of israel away from the true god to the worship of ba and asherah and all manner of idols and false gods and elijah was so concerned and so burdened about the situation that he stood before the lord and stood before the lord and stood before the lord until the lord permitted him to go to the king and, and issue a decree which is what we find in verse 1 of 17 where he says as the lord god of israel lives before whom i stand there shall be no dew nor rain this is except at my word okay so elijah was so eager to demonstrate to these people that you are in the wrong Baal is not God. Asherah is not God. Jehovah alone is God. Praise the Lord. So what we find in verse 21 of 18 is when he came and called the people and put it to them directly now. How long are you going to be undecided? And from here I want to take our meditation this morning. And um, I see in the scriptures... A plain, a very plain, simple principle that God has revealed, made clear to us in his word, which if understood or accepted will simplify our Christian work. Praise the Lord. I said I see in the scriptures a plain, simple principle that God has revealed, which if understood and accepted will simplify our Christian work and assure us of victory at last and victory continually praise the lord and what is this principle i'll take you around before i just state it plainly but i'm sure someone is already getting it in exodus chapter 20 where we have um the 10 commandments given to us verse 2 god began to speak to the nation of israel this new nation That he had gotten out for himself. And he said to them in verse 3, he says, I am the Lord your God who brought you out of the land of Egypt. Out of the house of bondage. Verse 3 says, You shall have no other gods before me. You shall not make for yourselves a carved image. Any likeness of anything that is in heaven above And in exodus 34 please come there with me as well verse 14. exodus 34 this one the bible put it in bracket it says for you shall worship no other god for the lord whose name is jealous is what a jealous god praise the lord brethren god is jealous in fact this Particular verse in 14 says, His name is what? Jealous. Praise the Lord. We're going somewhere. It says, The Lord whose name is jealous is a jealous God. If there is emphasis, that is some emphasis. Praise the Lord. He didn't say God is jealous. He say his name is jealous, and then he is what? A jealous God. However, if for clarity the jealousy of god is not the jealousy of man it's not the jealousy of envy it's not the jealousy of possessiveness it's not the jealousy of insecurity god is too far from any of that praise the lord it's not the jealousy of you have something i want okay god is omnipotent okay so he can get anything he wants Okay, God is the owner, he's the creator of all things. He can create anything he wants. So this jealousy is not the jealousy of you have what I want. He has the power, if you have what he wants, he can break, pry open your arms and hands and take it. So it's not that jealousy. Are we together? It's not the jealousy of suspicion. I'm suspecting this is happening here. And God does not suspect. God is omniscient. He knows tomorrow before today. Praise the Lord. So it's none of those jealousies. So, what jealousy is it? It is a jealousy of class. Let me hear you say class. You see, God is not at the same level with any other. That's why King James and New King James, you know, I have translated that verse in verse 2. It says, You shall have no other gods before me. He's saying, I am on a class. Of my own. Completely. Okay? So, I cannot be shared. I cannot be put side by side with any other. Praise the Lord. And if you think on this, and I trust the Holy Spirit to help us and, you know, help you when you go home from today. Because this is a meditation that I expect you to continue. You begin to understand a lot of things that were written or that are written in the scriptures. Our Lord Jesus speaking to us said to us the kingdom of heaven is like a man who found treasure in a field okay the man found treasure in a field what did this man do he said the man went and sold some the man went and sold what did he sell all that he had and bought what that treasure so the kingdom of heaven when you go for the kingdom of heaven you can't go for the kingdom of heaven and another thing is someone with me no the kingdom of heaven is not an addition and that is where we begin you know you know in mathematics even though i think some people are saying that board mass that taught us is not so correct uh, do i have a person that board mass is this still correct okay there are some things if you miss at the foundation you miss everything are you with me now the kingdom of god can never be an addition And unfortunately, many times we may, you know, we preachers and Christians may present the gospel to somebody in a way that the kingdom of God appears or sounds like an addition. Oh, God has blessed you. God is good to you. Or maybe you're suffering. You need to get Jesus in your life because when you get Jesus in your life, he will make things better. Or maybe God has blessed you. All you need now, all that is left in your life is just to become born again and everything will be okay. You see, that is nice, praise the Lord, but it's not the truth. The truth is that being born again is a complete end to a journey and a complete beginning to another journey. Are you with me? It says, this man found treasure. What happened? He turned back and everything about his old life had to be closed. And then he put his head into this other treasure. And then for the rest of his life, all he focused on was this. I don't know if someone is getting me. I'm still going somewhere. So this jealousy of God is about class. is about a position that has no comparison. The, the, the Bible is speaking in Jeremiah 2.13. You can please put that for us on the screen. Speaking, the, just trying to explain this jealousy. So that nobody misunderstands he, he was saying to the people, misunderstands the Bible, not me. He was saying to the people, he said, my people have committed two evils. What are those two evils? He says, they're forsaking me. The fountain of what? Living waters. Okay? So what did they get in, you know, in, in the other side? They didn't get another fountain of living waters. What did they get? They got broken cisterns, broken calabashes. That cannot hold water Are you seeing the type of jealousy It's not the jealousy that my You know my friend left me for another friend And you look you're driving Mercedes That one is driving a a Bugatti You should be jealous If that's the case am I right But this jealousy is the jealousy of (laughs) What's going on Are you okay Forsaking me the fountain of living waters And hewn for themselves Cisterns broken cisterns if it were cisterns, it may even be my use, But it's a broken systems that can hold no water. We will not make that mistake in Jesus' name. Why am I saying that? I'm still pushing that understanding further. You see, the Holy Spirit is omnipotent. The Holy Spirit is the third person in the Trinity. Okay. Now, look at some of the things the Bible says about the Holy Spirit. In Ephesians 4.30, it says... Do not grieve the Holy Spirit of God by whom you are sealed for the day of redemption. I'm trying to explain this jealousy to us because it's, it's leading us to where we're going. Can we look at that in message so we see something there, please? It says, do not grieve God. Don't break his heart. His Holy Spirit moving and breathing in you is the most intimate part of your life. Okay? What I want to take from here is this. It says, don't break the heart of God. Don't break the heart of the Holy Spirit. Why? He's living inside of you now. I want you to picture what is going on here. Whose heart can you break? You can't break the heart of someone who is that big. It's because of his tenderness. It's because of his love. He's omnipotent. You can't do him anyhow. You know, I, I don't know where I saw some story, you know, about some man that, um, you know, some married man, that met a lady on Facebook and told the lady, you know, they got talking, they became friends, he told the lady he was single, and the lady said, okay, is that all right? They got into, you know, started talking and a relationship built up. And one day, finally, the lady said, you have to come and know my house. And this man went, I think his family traveled, I can't remember the details of the story. But this man went and saw the lady, and the lady was an army colonel. And her two. she's the only daughter. Her other brothers, maybe four of them, are seniors general, this one, navy, this one. <laughs> so you're getting the G. <laughs> so when the man, you know, got there and they were saluting the lady, he started sweating and the lady was saying, are you all right? I think the story is clear from there. No, you can't break the heart of someone that is omnipotent. Do you understand? In that case, suicide may be an option. Because what do you do? You see, God makes himself vulnerable. He says, do not grieve the Holy Spirit. To grieve is to hurt. The Holy Spirit can stop you. He can stop you there. The Bible t- telling us about Ananias and Sapphira. The Holy Spirit quenched them immediately. Okay? so if i'm permitted i shouldn't be but if i'm permitted to do things and then the holy spirit takes a corner is saying something the other one says do not quench first thessalonians five nineteen 19. say do not quench the spirit and i think amplify says do not one of the translations says do not smother it means as omnipotent as the holy spirit is he allows you the ability to just Put him off like a candle fire. Are you with me? Now, all of that, give us the amplified of this, please. Just so we. He said, do not quench, suppress, or subdue. Just imagine you, how little you are in comparison to what we're talking about. And you're able to subdue or suppress the Holy Spirit. The truth is that I don't want that kind of power. But unfortunately, it's been given to me, so I need to know to manage it. So I'm laying all this I'm doing is a background, okay? Let me go to the next background, and then we'll come back. We've been learning uh, that there are three of me, okay? I want to ask you a question. Um, Who should I ask now? Okay, Ahmed, as you're facing me now, can you face your back? Are you sure? So when you face your back, you can't face me. Your body cannot go in two different directions. Am I right? Do you agree? I can't be going this way, east, and then be going west. It's not possible, right? Are you sure you agree? Now, why do you think your soul can go in two different directions? Why do you think your spirit can go in two different directions? That is why God says, you shall have no other gods before me. Once there is another, you have lost me. God cannot be added. He's a displacer. That's why Elijah said to the people, how long will you falter between what? Two opinions. I'm going somewhere. Because today you're going to hear something and you will not forget it for the rest of your lives. By the help of the Holy Spirit. There are some things I see in the Bible that are scary. And I wonder why this is not emphasized. In James chapter 1. Speaking from verse 6, the Bible says, okay, from verse 5, it says, if any man lacks wisdom, he said, let him ask of God, okay? God gives liberally without reproach. That's the, you know, the, the context it came up. And in verse 6, it says, let this person who is going to ask, ask him faith with no doubting. For he who doubts is like what? A wave of the sea driven and tossed by the wind. Seven, let's read seven together, everybody. For let what? Not that man what? That's a strong word. For let not that man, what? Suppose he will receive anything, not something. So if I'm doubting, I am disqualified from what? Anything. It goes on. Verse 8. It says he is what? That man is double-minded. Double double-minded. His mind is here and his mind is there. It says such a person is what? unstable In all his ways. Now, brethren, brothers and sisters. A lot of times, most times. Our Christianity is at this level. We are not focused. Like the children of Israel. We are faltering between two opinions. We are having other gods. Maybe to you, not before this God. Maybe you are having him besides him. But it's not possible. Thank you, sir. It can work. You see, if you really have this God as your God, and is working the way it should work, he will capture you completely. The songwriter sang, I say, you have captured my heart with your love. Okay? When it happens, he takes you over completely. He becomes your joy. He becomes your fulfillment. He becomes everything to you. Praise the Lord. The same James 1 now. He say Let not that man suppose. There's a statement, I, I hope I remember well. it He says, Assumption, is it the worst level or the lowest level of knowledge? Sorry? Do I have somebody that knows it? Okay, if you don't know it, then take the one I'm saying. In the country of the blind, the one eyed man. Uh-huh. Assumption is the lowest or worst form of knowledge. He said, uh, Go there. He said, hey. I assume, I think. It means you can meet anything there. Why did you drop the flask or this breakable light? I thought you would put your hand on that to catch it. Assumption is the reason many things fail. Many things don't work. Okay. That's what he's saying. He said, let not that man suppose. And this is what, this is is from this angle that you can also try and understand when David says, cleanse thou thy servant from presumption sins. You see, sins of assumptions. Things that are not clear. Things that God hasn't directly said, this is it. Are you with me? We live life, go through life many times under suppositions. Supposing, assuming. But the revelation of scripture says to us, it's not proper. So, I can't go this way and that way. Now, Matthew 6:24. It says, no one can do what? Can serve two masters. Stop there. No one can do what? You know, the Bible is the word of God. It carries power. When you read the Bible and it doesn't make sense. no, you need sense. Do you understand? Don't close it and think it's say, No, no, no. Just know you need more sense. No one will succeed. No matter how smart you are. No one can succeed in serving what? two masters he goes on to say why he says for either he will hate the one and love the other or what or else he'll be loyal to the one and despise the other still there so when i think this is what the bible is saying when i think i'm serving two i am actually hating one and loving the other okay this is for those of us, you know, who are not here, who hear this message. I believe everyone here in marriage is faithful to their spouses. You cannot be a married man and say, I love my wife, but I'm doing this on the side. It's not possible. And let me push it, Sazamas. and mars. Spouse, let's use spouse. Not, let me not be too you know, uh, put too much emphasis on the man. A married man, a married woman has one responsibility in the realm of marriage. Now, we're talking scripture, but I just want to give an illustration. Your loyalty is to your spouse, is not to your family, is not to your friends, is not to man you, is not to your favorite tennis fan. Is someone hearing me? These are the little things. In fact, if you trace the problem of most marriages, is not understanding this so someone is married and then he or she feels i love my husband i love my wife but i can't play with my job what has happened there is this you will love one and do what hate the other He said, you can't oh i love my wife but she can't play with my family it would not work someone is wondering pastor what are you trying to say what i'm trying to say is this you will love your wife until your wife loves your family the way you love her. If you don't go through that route, you've missed it because you will hate one. Are you getting what I'm saying? You will love him until him adopts your family as his own so that both of you are on the same page. You can't say, no, no, it, when it concerns this, don't touch it. Some people, is their money. You cannot be in a marriage and say, my money. No, you don't come close to it. Because what will happen is this, or not what will happen, sorry. What has happened? The same way I can be going like this and be going like this. Is it possible? I'm going like this, I'm going like this. Is it possible? No one can serve two masters at the same time. Let me break it down to something that is in our minds now. You know, we're in the transition season for politics now. And like I've told you here, why I don't bother so much about 2023 is that if God were to answer my own prayers, eh, he would change it today. Do you understand what I'm saying? I want that change today. 2023 is too far. But assuming God wants to do it in 2023, there are persons now that are coming up. And what are the problems Nigerians have? We want a country that works, isn't it? We want a country where everything works, you know. Where you know just a country that works, and what a, what's an example of a country that works? Somebody help me. Dubai, UAE, right? Any other one? USA. Thank you. Any other one? Just uh, give me a lot of them. Denmark. Yes. Another one. Okay. Let me ask you. All these countries that work, their presidents are they from your tribe? Eh? Are they your tribe? The place you're sending your children to school is the governor your tribe. So, Nigerians must decide, do we want a country that works or do we want a tribesman with Nigeria the way it is? A lot of people don't know what they want. You cannot serve two masters. You can't make two choices at once. You see, the preferred candidate that most people prefer now, sometimes I wish he were not able, so I can fully support him the way I want to support him. Do you understand? I wish, but it's so unfortunate. But my other anger in this matter, is that I wish he were a pastor. You know, I have this jealousy for God. God is jealous for me, but I'm also jealous for him. So there are things that pain me. When I look at the man, I wish I could say we did Bible school together. I'm angry that I cannot say this man, we do do Bible study together. And the people we do Bible study together, I cannot say that like that. You know why? You cannot serve two masters. We saw one person frantically or is it frantically or fervently praying on camera and we saw the prayer department arrive to pray for him that man thought he was serving God but you cannot be serving God and EFCC will knock on your door then you lock the door and say God deliver EFCC are not armed robbers if you're serving God whoever knocks on you the Bible says the righteous is what but that man has a reputation as a church folk You know why? Because he thought he could go in two directions. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Thief, 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 thief. (laughs) Hallelujah, hallelujah. Thief, thief. You cannot do that. No one can. That's what is killing Christianity in Nigeria today. A lot of people think they're smart. They have taken the kingdom and added. The kingdom displaces. Where it doesn't displace, it doesn't work. In that first Kings 18, you know, that, that we read, I would wondered, I said to the Lord, Lord, why did you have to wait for Elijah to come and, you know, do all of this? You are God. Why didn't you just kill Baal and destroy all of them? God said, I'm not really a good competitor. He's not really a good competitor. You know, You See, competition is for mates. Do you understand? <laughs> Praise the Lord. There are some of my children now, they have started growing, you know, Chikamson uh, and um, Dubema and the rest of them. When they come, they want to grab my hand, and you know we engage in squeezing competition. So (laughs) they are trying, you know. know, So one day I decided to do a buyer. I decided to just. So (laughs) I'm sure in the next five years I'll be the one running from them. John, competition is for mates. So you wonder why isn't God doing all this? Why He's not their mate? He He said to me, when you go and read that story towards the end, where Elijah had now prayed. Look at what Elijah prayed. And he said to me, This is what I answered in. The prayer I answered there, let me shoot. Go to first Kings eighteen, I'll show you something. Praise the Lord. Okay, thirty-six. He says, It came to pass at the time of the offering of the evening sacrifice that Elijah the prophet came near and said, Lord God of Abraham, Isaac and Israel. He said, Let it be known this day that you're God in Israel. God doesn't bother about that. He's God. He said, What's caught his attention there is that that I'm your servant and that I've done all these things what according to your word. He said that's what he came for. He said, even the bow that worshiping you know I'm God. Everything in the world, even the atheist in his heart of heart knows his God. The only thing is that men have become romans wanted have become haters of god and when you hate something you ascribe any terrible quality to it in fact hate to the highest level they say um hitler the hitler days they say when hitler assassinated a man he took away after killing the man every record of his picture is deleted do you understand so you don't even have an obituary that's how wicked he, he was he said when he kills a man, he, they check the archives. Anywhere his picture is, is removed. So he wipes the man off from evil memory. That's what the world, that's what the wicked was had gotten to. They so hate God, they so are not in, ready to obey and fall in line with God, that they say he doesn't exist. Are you with me? But they know because they spend time arguing he doesn't exist. Brothers and sisters, Can I lay up an argument here why there is no airplane flying here inside the auditorium? Can I write a book? There is no airplane flying inside the Father's church. Will I bother writing the book? You know what? I know there is none. If I'm spending time and researching to prove there is no God, it means that I have seen God and I'm trying to deny him. Praise the Lord, somebody. Okay, so so he said to me, he said, I'm not a good, you know, I don't. That's why he was warning them continually. He said, choose. If you choose me, I will fight for you. If you run to me, I will lift you up. If you lift your hands like that song, he says, I'll lift you up. If you come to me, you are by no means cast there. But I cannot get down. Is someone hearing what I'm saying? I cannot get down. The Lord Jesus was teaching us a principle here. Let's go back to that. He says, you cannot serve two masters. And I've looked at our country. And I've looked at most of our problems and our problems is that nigerians are known for being religious isn't it but unfortunately we are trying to serve two masters at the same time and you know when you say nigeria nigeria is you and i okay nigeria is you know people groups tribes break it down businesses families and then you get to individuals how many individuals in nigeria as a country will make their choices purely based i serve god how many most of our choices are there is money to be made now the delegates are the worst they are the most you know hated people in nigeria now but everyone is a delegate You see, listen, some time ago, I think quite a a few months ago, someone came to my house and said, I can't understand how how this person can be campaigning for a particular candidate. I say he needs rent. There are school fees to be paid. Do you understand? It's employment. But you see, we need to get to the level where you separate employment and loyalty. Do you know that in Russia, a television presenter on air, jumped out and started shouting this one ukraine is bad stop it putin how many of us saw it because you see as long as the people we don't understand that the two amos amos 33 says can two walk together what unless they be agreed now uh, i think in nlt trans, uh, translation says can two walk together without agreeing on the direction direction is key Christians, direction is what? Key. There's a direction God is going. If you're not going in that direction, call God from morning till night. You can't get him. Why? Because he's going somewhere. God is on the path of purity. God is on the path of good. God is on the path of holiness. God is on the path, you know, of contentment. Once the church and the people and whoever they are begin to add other things, quietly, God will be out of it listen to me from the moment the gospel of prosperity took over the church i can tell you god left he's not a competitor you cannot the last part of that matthew 6 is that you cannot serve god and mammon brothers and sisters give you an assignment within this week try and listen randomly to a lot of the messages that are coming from church now remember that the church we are called the light of the world we are the salt of the earth we are the city that is set upon a hill we are the ones that are responsible to give direction and set the bearing for the society when it is lost from here it is lost everywhere when church is supposed to compel an advantage on you so that even if you do evil because you're a member of the church you're covered what we have done then is that we have smothered the holy spirit because he's the holy spirit he's not the accommodating he's not the covering he's not the soft landing spirit is someone getting me he's the holy spirit is he wicked no he will lead you to repentance but he will not cover he will not condone the two can go together is someone getting what i'm saying you see, the simple message God is bringing to us today is that if you want to serve God, serve God. If you want to be a Christian, do what? Be a Christian. And begin to understand the implications. I've said some of the things, you know, that are there. He said, he said to me, which some of us, you know, may still quarrel with. I cannot, let me put it this way. I know you, you, you may shock you, but you understand. I cannot want to be rich and want to be a good Christian. Yes, look at me well. I cannot want to be rich and want to be a good Christian. You know why? If I have those two desires, when a situation comes up, which one will I follow? Answer me. The way it works and the way the master taught us is this. He says, I know the things that you what? You have need of. But what should you do? Leave the things you have need of. Seek you first the kingdom of God. And what will happen? all these other things shall be added when every time i open my bible i'm looking for 10 scriptures to make me rich can i now see 10 things god is saying to me today when every time i'm bringing up prayer points i'm bringing up prayer points to save me from ebola can i now see what god how god wants to save me from envy he said he that tries to save his life uh, maybe i should have used that one that one will be easier for you to understand he that tries to save his life, is it bad to save your life? Wouldn't you want your children to save their lives? Wouldn't you want your wife to save her life? He that tries to save his life, what did Jesus say? We'll lose it. You know why? There's only one thing you're to save your Christian testimony. That's what Leah Sharibu has preached to us as a Christian in Nigeria. Nigeria is blessed too. I'm telling you, we are blessed because what we have with Leah Sharibu is biblical proportion. That's the testimony of the people of the old. So when we say those times, it's happening here. It's just that you may not have seen somebody. I pray you become one in Jesus' name. Do you understand? He that tries to save his life, why is he saying that? You can go in two directions because the situation will come. where The only way you can hold on to God is that you're ready to lose your life. And that's the first point many Christians are not ready to negotiate. You say, my job. What is your job? Your job must be on the line for you to be a good Christian. Any job you get, and that job is so important to you that every day you go to work, you're not going to work ready for today to be your last day at work. If they touch your Christian stand, you've not started. You might think, I give tithes. When you give tithes, it will help us, you know, fix some physical things in the church and, you know, pay salaries and all of that. But sorry, you're despising him. We said he has a class. The class God belongs to. He's not the class of the story of the evil man. Have you heard the story of the evil man that annoyed the wife? I don't know what he did to the wife. You know, I don't know whether he was unfaithful or whatever. And he went and the first said, what was the problem? He said this, is what happened between me and the wife?" He said, slap her with 100,000. That was then. 100,000 slap. Now, the woman will bite you. It's, it's uh, maybe a million now, no dollars. He said, "When well, you just go home? Just drop some money, you know? And when he did that... The wife forgave him because the wife needed 10,000 and he's giving 100,000. So, imagine, Maji. you know. So, God is not on that level where he will look at you and, oh, because you do this so well, he will not tolerate being second fiddle. No, God says, I cannot be shared. I cannot be added. I cannot place the second. I cannot come after. I must be number one and all. If I'm not that, it doesn't work. I can't have your voice praising me like we did today. And then you go out and the same voice is saying things that voice shouldn't say. I can't have you posting the praise of God on Facebook and then you're also posting the praise of nudity and all kinds of things on the same face. He said, when you do that, you're not serving me. I am holy. I, I, I have a class that I belong to. I cannot be shared. I understand. It says it nullifies everything. No one can. It didn't say you will not do well. It said no one can. And I I like the way it put it. You will either hate one and despise the other. So when we said you you can't want to be rich, it's not that you won't be rich or God will make you rich. No. God will be the one to do what to make you set him ahead of you. I, I want to, we read the Bible. Okay. King David. Did David want to be king? David didn't want to be king. He didn't want to be king. Did Joseph want to be prime minister? They were just being Christians. That's all. They were being Christians. God is the maker. Was it last Wednesday we saw that there is a therefore to every Christian? The Bible said, let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus, who being in the form of God, did not consider robbery to be equal with God. What did Jesus do? He made himself of no reputation. Now we tell you, make yourself big. I can't understand how people read things and they don't get time. How can I tell you as a Christian, don't have friends that are lower than you? Any friendship you have, that they are not bigger than you. So, who will now be your own friend? People are crazy. And then we put that as part of Christianity. So, when you go, you're looking at those, all those lower than you, you shun them. You're looking for Those people, didn't they hear what you heard? They should also shun you. So he made himself of no reputation. coming in the form of a servant. He humbled himself to the point of death. This is what he was doing. The lifting, he never did it. The lifting, the Bible says, Therefore, God. The lifting of the Christian comes from God. Therefore, God. That's the way it works. If not, if the devil knows that you want that lifting, you can't make it. Because he will give you a bait that you can refuse our dear brother the VP that's the problem he had now I see why we had problems with him he wanted to be president because if he wanted to be a Christian his seven years plus would have been different but he wanted the endorsement of his father Buhari you know he called him his father that's why the man will be doing wrong you can't advise him he'll be going against Christian principles you're there i don't know whether you're smiling or whatever you'll be enduring it because you're waiting how i wish it was a simbajo that the youths were demonstrating for now how i wish but it's not he's the most visible person he should be the ones that everybody's saying we want we want we want based on but if you you cannot serve two masters at the same time it's not possible you will either hate one you come to church sir if your purpose in coming to church is not to know god primarily every other thing is secondary you come to church for husband 419 husband will be sent targeted they will send him through ushering department and then they will, he, from ushering department he will enter deacon department and then you now look he you say your prayer has been answered because all the time when they're worshiping you're angry you're looking the brother hasn't come the brother hasn't come I'm going to leave this church I give God seven months now If I see no brother of my standing I'm going to leave this church The devil will hear Say ah Quick 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 Let's send And then they will not send for you And then when they start Doing you Tyson in the house That's when you buy All kinds of sunglasses No one You can't You can't You see this, this thing is so simple You can't want two things At the same time It won't work You can't want To impress people And be a good Christian you can break it down so that you're not thinking of another person. I hope I could touch everybody's situation. You can't want to impress people and be a good Christian. You know what? If the devil knows that today, Pastor Kenna wants to impress people, eh? he's going to bring people to church. That the type of thing that the Holy Spirit will tell me to say is the type that when I'm saying it doesn't. Then when I see their face like that, I'll just start. I say the Lord is good. You know what I'm saying? The Lord is good. Come on, somebody make noise there. The same devil will go to God and say, look at him. Jesus, our Lord Jesus thought, he said, if your eye is single, your whole body will be full of light. If your eye is focused, we don't have focused Christians. If you honor people because they have money, you will miss Christianity. The bulk of Christians today honor pastors according to their wealth. That's why falsehood and deception cannot be discerned because they're too rich to be shouted at. And then, the, like the Bible says, the wisdom of the poor is despised. So when the people who tell truth tell truth, when the, the people wait, you know how it is in the world. How many of us are uh, fans of uh, Nadam, uh, fan of Djokovic, fan of uh, Federer, fan of um, uh, Messi, fan of all these people? You know what you're saying? You're identifying with your success. Now, on that level, it's okay. I mean, we're we we are still in this world. But when you come to grave matters, you don't identify with success. You identify with truth. Peter said, we have come to know that you have the words of what? Eternal life. You go with words. Maybe this is a bit above the head for a lot of people here, but for those who is not above their head. A lot of men of God that you see, and they say, this is my father, this is my father. How come all the people that are claiming as father have jets? Meanwhile, they started ministry in Boko. They got born again in Boko. They got born again in uh, uh, some village in Far. So they have no fathers there. The problem is that those fathers haven't made it. So they're not status fathers. Do you understand? The status of this father is not so. I have to claim this bishop. So that when I say, I'm a son of this house. You will see the house. You see jets. What is happening is that mammon has overshadowed your judgment. And for the ladies who want to marry, I want to tell you, please, if you want to marry, decide you want to marry a husband, not a financer. If you want a sponsor, apply to CBN, NMPC. I need sponsorship for house rent. (laughs) I need sponsorship. (laughs) Do you understand? If you look for a husband as a financier or sponsor, You will miss it. The primary purpose of your husband is to be one with you. It's not to finance you. Are you with me? These these are simple things that are clear. You can't serve, you can't have the two. And for those who are looking for wives, maybe this doesn't apply, but maybe there may be somebody here. No, those who are even married. If you want to marry a wife, marry a wife. If you want a nanny, go and employ a nanny. Did you hear me? your wife is your partner she will serve you she will do the things that she should do but her primary purpose is not to cook feed you do all of that no she's your wife she's occupying the office of wife if you need somebody to be rolling on the floor to say good morning sir eh go to the village find somebody from there that when the person sees television he say what <laughs> do you understand don't go to someone that is coming from the father's house that is, uh, co- you know, taken to a level of comfort. They now want to come and make the person a slave. That would be called wickedness. It's for companionship. Is somebody getting what I'm saying? Th- these are some of the things we, we have, you know, a, a division, vision. Dual vision. You don't know what you really want. You want to, I-, I love God, I love God. But I love reggae. I love God, I love God. But I love Makosa i love god i love god Ah, but i love my whiskey no you either love one and hate the other and god will not compete that's why you may feel free doing that god is not a competitor you grieve him he slow he steps out i wish god would struggle with me when i want to bring competition for him but he doesn't because he has class do you understand he has class I, I, I wish you know i can just come to church and any time i'm stepping out of where god wants me to be he'll just run and fight he doesn't do that he just told me the truth he said i either hate him or i hate the other one so when people come and start telling you, i can never be poor with microphone i came and told you people you can be poor you must be an option the one i would do is that i can never f- fail god uh-huh. I can never disappoint. I can never disobey God. That's what you should be saying. That's our assignment. That's our call. Do you understand? I'm so happy with this, you know, uh, my brother PTOB, because we have some preachers that started preaching with business class and first class, and making mockery of people who enter. They were yapping people. He said, when you enter economy, they all you hear is chicken or beef, chicken or beef, chicken. So, sow into anointing. Sow into anointing. Now there is a billionaire that flies economy. And the thing about this billionaire is that he earns his money. Do you understand what I'm talking about? I'm telling you, it breaks my heart that I wish I could say this person is Holy Spirit-filled. But the issue is about focus. It's about direction. What do you want? You want to be a Christian? The joy of the Christian is that God is with him. Praise the Lord. The breakthrough of the Christian is that God said to him, Well done, my son. You did well today. You won me two souls. You held your temper. You know, you loved that brother that offended you. You overcame evil with good. That is our testimony. The joy of the Christian is that in that office, they know that this one, whatever you dangle before him, he's not moving. His eye is set on doing only the right thing. Christianity is not for ambitious people. I've told you that. The only ambition you have is to see him. What did Paul say? Forgetting the things which are behind. That's some ambition. But he says what? I'm pressing forward to what? To become commissioner. and from commissioner to become governor. From governor to become senator. From senator to be... That's what some people... No, he said to the mark of what? The high call. Every one of us has that high call. That's why he became a Christian. To go daily. To change level daily. Today you're able to cast out primary school demons. By the next few months, you should be dealing with, you know, junior secondary demons. Say, come on, get out. They run away. I say, hallelujah. The next time, you're dealing with undergrad demons. That's what Paul is talking about. That's our growth. You're growing in temper. You're growing. The one the Lord is teaching me now, should I tell you, is all things work together for good. You know, you see, I'm learning that you can decide not to be agitated in any situation. It's possible. It's not easy you can learn to surrender it to God. So things just scatter like this. And they want to scatter you. You say, I know they scatter. Me, I know go scatter. <laughs> I know go scatter. Hallelujah. Why won't I scatter? Jehovah is on the throne. All things are working for my good. I know He loves me. And I love Him. It will end in praise. You understand? That's growth. You're maturing. So with that, you don't, people are wondering, ah, this guy is not, you know, this, this guy is not more. It's not you. You're seeking more. You're beginning to focus on the direction you're going. So they insult you. You didn't, you didn't even notice. Do you understand? They offend you and the people are saying, do you know that person offended? Do you know? Ah, people are telling you someone offended you. You didn't know. Because you were so focused on him. i you getting what we're saying. So Jesus is calling us today, All right, Elijah said, How long will you falter between two opinions? Sam speaking to us as a nation and speaking to us as a church and speaking to us as individuals. What do you really want? Do you know what is your goal? What is that thing you want? Do you want to be known? Listen to me. You cannot want to be popular and want Jesus to be popular. Some people tell you, you know, when you're popular, you cannot make Jesus more popular. What's that statement? Is this still the first? He has become second. You know, the reason we want you to be known is that when you're known, you become a celebrity. Then as a celebrity, you can influence more people for Jesus. Look at the argument. He's answering it. Praise the Lord, somebody. In that process, you will compromise a lot of things. The Holy Spirit knows. So that's why he's telling us that we can't, the same way, I can't be going up the stairs and be walking down the stairs. My desires can't be the same. I can't desire to please God. That's why, you know, in the New Testament, our Lord Jesus Christ speaking about the greatest commandment. What did he say? Love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, with all thy soul, with all thy might, with everything you have. And then you wonder. The second says what? Love your neighbor as yourself. If I love God with everything I have, I shouldn't have anything for my neighbor. I shouldn't have anything for myself. Isn't it? It's the same principle. When you go in that direction, because God is good. Can I hear somebody say God is good? Because see, at the root of this thing is the understanding of the character of God. God is good. He says no good thing. Let me say no good thing. No good thing will God withhold from he who walks uprightly. It's not possible. And if you get it, it's going to help you enter into a place of rest. Because many of us Christians have the teaching that we have to get something good from God. No! No. One of the most important things you and I have is life. Or rather, not the most, it's the basic thing we have. Did you give yourself life? You know, I was discussing with, when we went out for evangelism, I think it was last day. I was telling, maybe the person was a Muslim. I said, did you apply for eyes? Did you know you need to see? Did you think about that? But God gave you eyes. Did you think you need some ears too, for that matter? He didn't ask God for it, but he gave you. Why do you think now that you need a car? You know, or you need you need a woman to call you, or you need a man to call, or you need a, a three-bedroom flat. Why do you think that need? God, the same God who gave eyes and ears. Why can't He give you that one? Have you thought about that? Let's rise on our faith. Tell Him I judge you faithful. Tell Him I will follow you. I will follow you. The reason we don't we serve God and other things is because we hope to get something from them. But God is all all you need. God is all I need. God is more than enough. So I want you to go to the Lord and talk to him. Today, just tell him, Lord, I turn my gaze. I turn my eyes to you. You are everything to me. Wellspring of life. Wellspring of mercy. Fountain of love. I will praise you. You love me beyond comparison. You are so good. I, 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 need you to, I need you to get into some, some personal conversation with Jehovah. Tell him I will trust you. Tell him you are dependable. Tell him, you, you deserve my ultimate devotion. Tell him, I want to get jealous for you as well. Set my heart, oh Lord, with a fire that burns for you and for you alone. You are my God. Tell him, I will not look to another. Can I tell you another prayer? I've been praying for myself recently. I, I want to start enjoying God like no, nothing else. I just want to enjoy him. Just to think about Jesus. The songwriter sang, when I think about Jesus... All is done for me. I just want to think about Jesus and burst out laughing and shouting with joy. I just want to love him. Because he's the treasure that when I truly find, I sell others. He's the treasure that when I accurately locate, nothing else means anything to me. I bless God for the blessing. God has blessed me. Brethren, God has been so good to me in every area. He's blessed me, I, I, I must confess He's really been so good to me I, 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 He gave me my wife Even before I became a Christian He gave me children I didn't deserve He's given me health He's provided for me He's ordered my footsteps God, God has blessed this man you're looking at Okay, in that direction But when I think about the goodness of the Lord The greatest joy I have Is that he gave me him many years ago he came and penetrated my darkness and put the light of god inside of me all of a sudden my eyes opened and i saw that things were different from the way i used to see it i saw that there was a life and there was a life i saw that there was happiness and there was joy i saw that there was satisfaction contentment and there was a pressing a desire a a, a running after all things i saw that there was a god who knew my name I saw that he could bring me into what he was doing and make me a part of his eternal agenda. I saw that I could live life and just like brethren, we're here today reading about Abraham. Do you know when Abraham lived? There was no Facebook, nothing, but he's still so popular. You can live life so well that this generation may not know you, but for eternity, your name will be recorded. God invited you into that world. Your office where you're working, his intention is that in that office, you would change everything in that office. They would say, we used to go like this in this office until there arose a young man, until there came a lady in this office and she turned everybody around. She put us on our feet. That is what God wants. He wants you to be a witness, but he can only come if we focus. He won't share. God won't share you. God won't struggle. He won't. He gave his all. And he demands you give your all. Withholding nothing. Withholding nothing. I don't want to talk about finances. Oh, no. No, you can't. You can't be stingy towards God and say you love God. No, it's not possible. Anyone you love, you're generous towards. It's as simple as that. Anyone that matters to you, you're generous. <laughs> I know you're praying let me tell you recently you know with whatsapp and you know social media there's a lot of group things you know old school old friends and all of that and you know people lo- lose their parents and they create all those groups okay and when they put in the group you see that everybody's putting 50 50. now you know that you don't have 50 but you look all your mates are putting 50. so what do you do you try and put 50 right I pity you. Receive my deliverance. Let me tell you what happened to me. I did one, I did two, I did three, I did a few. And then one day I said to myself, I belong to a family. A few persons here have called them and said, send me your account number. And I said, I said, instead of sending money to a group so that they will know that Ikenna is doing well. You know the reason we do all those things is to know that you're not that it is not you that Nigeria has killed. So, Either I put something low, I don't put at all. And then amongst my brethren, there are people I know who need that money. Who, if I give them, it will not appear. My friends won't see it. I give it to them and I say to myself, Lord, I'm worshipping you. Because I'm not a small boy. Jesus has opened my eyes. Do you understand? I'm not living to impress anybody again. So when they put me before, sometimes I leave the group, sometimes I leave it. Because these are people that... I mean, they're, they're your, if you want to do, do. But don't do because your name is there. And then Okurafa has done this. Okoreke has done this. This person has done this. And for those of you that are in Nigeria, when those people change 100 pounds, it's 75,000. 75,000 to you is like 300 pounds. Be delivered. Somebody needs to come and give me some money because of this deliverance. But you see, you, you need to understand, you, you live life focusing on one. On one, there is one person. I serve God. When you serve God, can I tell you? You don't even succeed, you're just faithful. Hallelujah, somebody. I said, when you serve God, you don't succeed. Jesus didn't say, Well done, successful servant. What did he say? He said, Well done, what? Faithful. Faithful means you played what I asked you to play. Enter into what? The joy of our master. Father, we thank you.
0: I'm you listening to a message by Pastor Ike Naokeke of the Father's Church. We're sure you've been blessed. We invite you to worship with us at Eden Center, Baneck's Guarimpa Expressway, near next Kashinkari, Abuja. For telephone, 09-290- 9000 or 0703 404. You can find us online at www that the god bless you.